Welcome to the Lost Boys to Found Fathers podcast. I'm Gabe O'Sullivan, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Will Haycox. We are men who have suffered the loss of a child, and through this production, we desire to offer encouragement, strength, and hope to our fellow brothers who have traveled the same journey. Thank you all for joining us today on episode 7, where we're going to continue discussing why would God allow my child to die. If you hadn't listened to episode 6, which would be the introduction to this concept, you got to go back and listen to that episode first. Uh, we're going to be taking this concept over the next several episodes and breaking it down, hoping to give you some uh, encouragement and hope from the, the legwork that Will and I have done on this topic as we've been dealing with this situation for a while, realizing this may be something new to you. And so hopefully what we've learned, we can pass on and give you some encouragement. So Will, take it away. Thanks, Gabe. Yeah, guys, uh, like Gabe said, you need to go back and listen to episode six if you haven't already to understand where we're coming from with this episode. And this will be kind of a, a multi-part, multi-episode series here about this one topic because it is a heavier topic and it's a hard topic to discuss. It took a lot of prayer and a lot of research and a lot of reading of the scripture to know where we were going to go with this and how to give you wisdom from the scriptures with as little of our editorials in it. And I, I, we don't want this to be something that is Will and Gabe's way to get through grief. This is about what the Bible says and how we can understand it and use the wisdom that came from the Bible to help us trust the Lord more and get through the hardest times in our lives. And uh, last time we talked about just kind of an introduction to why would God allow my child to die? We, we talked about the character of God, who we are to him. And we kind of finished up talking about like, does God even care about us individually? And, and as I said, you know, go back and, and listen to episode six, if you would like to brush up on that and, and know what we're talking about here. So the next part of this, we wanted to go into you know, sort of God's sovereignty, and, and that'll probably be its own episode later on. But is God's is child, my child's death a part of God's plan? That's is kind of the next question we've got here, and the simple answer is yes. Everything that happens is part of God's plan, and even more than that, if something is not part of God's plan for the world, it can't happen. God is sovereign. We believe as Christians that our God is not up in the sky working his magic trying to do different things and trying to make a good world but he's just so he's only so strong so there's times when he wants to give you that promotion wants to get you a better relationship with your wife wants you to have a child but he just can't handle that and everything else he's doing in the world so you just can't always have what you want like no god is sovereign he's up in the sky not in the sky he's in the heavens and he has a plan he's had a plan for everything that's going to happen on this world from the beginning to the end and if there's something that he has planned to happen it's going to happen and if there's something that he does not will to happen it's never going to happen because there's nothing in this universe that's outside of the control of god and i'd like to add to that too you know we we believe that um that god is is totally in control all the time it's not like he just set this universe in motion and then just was like, all right, let's just see what happens here. Let's just let them have at it kind of thing. Um, it's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that God is completely in control 100% of the time. And the, God also, you know, the Bible also teaches that God, yes, he sits on his throne in heaven. But at the same time, he is omnipresent. He is everywhere at all times. 
um, he is holding everything together. Like everything that exists is because of him and because of him, and because of him, everything um, has meaning and it has purpose and it has its ability to actually function. And so those are kind of deep concepts, I guess, that, that we all have to, to come to terms with. Uh, Eddie get even understanding that we can never fully understand it because our minds are finite and God's mind is infinite. You know, mm-hmm. God, God is complete, uh, completely infinite. He is completely eternal. You know, he has always existed. There was never a time that he did not exist. Um, he exists outside of the elements even of time and space because mm-hmm. he created time and space. So God is eternal. You know, so that means that he always has been again and he always will be and that um, there is no such thing necessarily as time to him. The Bible says that to God, a thousand days is like a day and a day is like a thousand days, you know, and a thousand days is like a day. There's just no difference in, 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 in time for him because he is not bound by time. And so that being said, we just want us to, to, to relay that God is completely sovereign. He's completely in control. Mm-hmm. And that should hopefully not make us mad or angry or that should give us encouragement and hope. And, and we're going to explain why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gabe, you know, like we talked about last time in episode six, we brought up the verse uh, Psalm one thirty nine sixteen, And that verse says, your eyes saw my unformed substance and your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them. And that just means like God knew us before we were born. He knows us now and he'll know us after we die he numbered our days we won't live a day more or less than he's planned for us this can seem and it probably would have seemed to me when i was a teenager offensive or scary to think of a god that numbers my days and you know it sounds like your days are numbered is a threat that humans give to one another and it's like you know your end's gonna come you're gonna get what's coming to you but in this concept and this context here that should be comforting to us that god is sovereign over the number of days that we live he's sovereign over the number of days that everyone lives and as christians if we trust him and have hope in him we never have to fear that something could happen to us that would ruin god's plan for our lives and he has to start over or he just oh no now i can't use will i can't use gabe because he made this bad decision when he was 14 years old and he just ruined my plan. He's outside of my plan now. He's outside of my will. We know from the Bible that God used Paul, who was Saul. He was persecuting and killing believers. He was working for the Jewish church, believed that Christians were blasphemers. And so he was going out and sponsoring or even doing executions of Christians and persecution of Christians. And God met him on the road to Damascus and turned him around, made him a totally different person and made him probably one of the boldest, obviously probably the most well-known missionary. And he wrote a significant portion of the Bible. And he was, as you could probably see, he was one of the worst men in the Bible from what he did as far in relation to the Lord's followers. So if God can use someone like Saul, turn to Paul, He can use you even if you made some bad decisions when you were 10, when you were 20, when you were 45, you know, whatever. He can use you and he puts you here for a purpose. You're not here for random chance. This isn't, we clearly don't believe in this podcast that 
the Big Bang happened and things just, all the molecules got spread out and amoeba came out, whatever, and a fish, and then we're all just here and it's all random chance. Like God has placed us here for a purpose and we can't die before our purpose has been fulfilled. That doesn't necessarily mean that we will have this purpose revealed to us or that we all have some grand purpose that we're going to be the president or we're going to cure cancer or we're going to be the best basketball star and be able to lead people to Christ from our example. Like Your purpose can be something as relatively small as being a great husband, being a great father, being a great friend or coworker, or just going out and living your life in a way that you are a witness to others that you were this way before you were a Christian and when the Lord came into your life and changed you and live, lives within you, you live a different way. And maybe your purpose, the reason you were placed here is to be that one person in a coworker's life who embodies who Christ is and what Christ has done for you. And maybe that person, 20 years after they know you, they think back and they remember who you were and one conversation you had or one thing that you did and they become a Christian because of that. And in that scenario, you would never know. You may be dead at this point, but your purpose is something that God's placed you here for. And it means that you are important. You are uniquely loved and placed here by God for one reason and maybe multiple things you do. Maybe you are supposed to be a good father, a good husband, a good coworker, and you have some grand purpose. But Things aren't random. We don't have to sit here and hope that one day we have an opportunity to go and do something great for the Lord. I can go to Africa on a great mission trip, and that's when God will use me. Like God will use you here. God will use you every day. And you, as a Christian, you have to be willing to let God use you in a positive way, or he may choose to use you through a tragedy that happens in your life. And... I don't think there's anything to believe that that's a punishment, that God's like, oh, you didn't follow my will, so I'm going to punish you and use you this way. But being willing to be used by God is just loving him and obeying him because you love him. And I think that's, that's understandable to anyone. If you have a parent, if you have a spouse, if you love them, you don't go out and do the thing that they ask you not to do. If you love them, you want to please them. And I think that's something that we can trust in we can hope in is that god has a purpose for us here and if we love him and we want to follow him we should read his word try to learn what his revealed will is for all humans and then knowing god's character go out and live in a way that would honor him and would draw people closer to him and i would say too like this what you're saying and will gives me encouragement and 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 hope in regards to you know, the loss of our children, because we have to realize that no matter if it was a, you know, if, if it was a miscarriage, if it was a stillbirth, if it was your child passed away quickly after birth, if your child lived a number of years and then passed away for whatever reason due to, to, to disease or due to accident or something of that nature, that that child had a purpose and had a reason no matter how early that child passed or how late that child passed they fulfilled a purpose in their life and you know just know that you know it was not random that they were conceived 
and it was not random that they passed. Mm. And we may not know what that purpose is right now, but just know that that it was for it was for a good reason to bring mm. to bring you uh, closer to to Lord, hopefully, uh, but at least to in in some way in some way that we may not not understand to bring glory to God, uh, and. And, and and if anything, the purpose was to give us someone to love, hmm. because having someone to love is like the biggest blessing, that one of the biggest blessings that we can have, because if you if you went through life without anybody to love, uh, that's a pretty miserable existence. And the hmm. fact that we were blessed with with a child, that we were able to love, you know, be they eight weeks old and. Uh, you know, and they passed away in a womb with a miscarriage, or be they 20 years old and they passed away to an accident. The fact that, that God gave us that ability to love a child, that's a great purpose. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great thing to remember, like you said, Gabe, is our kids, whether, like you said, they were, they miscarried at eight weeks or 12 weeks, or they were stillborn, or they lived 25 years, their lives weren't meaningless they didn't Mm -hmm. the fact that they existed is meaningful and my wife and I were just having a conversation the other night about fertility and infertility and the things that we can do now as humans to bring to create or to help along conception and uh, we just had some, some conversation about that but the ultimate thing that we need to remember for this this context is God is the author of life. He doesn't like, there's nothing that humans can do with, we may be concerned as Christians about test tube babies or, you know, whatever scientists trying to create a clone or create this or do that. But from our belief system and from what the Bible tells us, like God is the author of life and no one can be created. No one can exist without his choosing to allow it to happen. So no matter what we do on our journey to overcome infertility, no matter what some scientist decides they can do or tests, like there could be a procedure that a scientist could do 100 years from now. They can have a 100% success rate and every they've been doing it for 20 years and it works every single time. But if God does not want that life to exist, if God, if that's something outside of God's will, it doesn't matter what the scientific success rate is. God is the author of life, and he brings every human into existence. And I think that's something that's, that is comforting to me to think about, is that even though our son Gabriel was, was conceived, lived nine months in my wife's womb, and then he was dead here on earth, and he was alive in heaven before we ever got to see him face to face, his life had meaning and his life had purpose. And, you know, maybe that purpose is this podcast. Maybe that purpose is, we talked about in prior episodes, like the children that have been helped in Haiti through some donations in in Gabriel's name. And maybe his purpose is something totally different, but he had a purpose. And you should never, never listen to the, the lies that come from Satan that your child, it was meaningless, that you might as well have just not been pregnant then to you and your wife have a child conceived, go 30 weeks, have a miscarriage, have a three-year-old child, and, and they die in an accident or disease. Like, never think it would have been easier, it would have been better. 
if we just didn't have to deal with this and, and never let that creep into your mind because God created them and, and brought them here onto this earth, whether they walked on the earth or whether they were just in your wife's womb for a reason. And, and that's something that you can hold on to, that, that if you trust God and you hope in Him, He has a reason for everything He does. Man, that's, I think right there, Will, like that's some strong words. And I think we need to kind of shut this episode down in yeah. regards, you know, right yeah. there, because the next topic we're going to get into is pretty extensive mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and deep. And so um, remember that you have a purpose and your child had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Never forget that. So we want to thank you all for joining us today. Uh, make sure you follow Lost Boys and Found Follows on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can check out my book at thywillbedonebook.com. Make sure that you join us for our next episode where we'll kind of be continuing with this thought process of why did God allow my child to die. We'll be discussing God's will. And so that's what we're going to be getting into next. So we want you all guys, uh, all you guys and girls out there listening, uh, to remember that we don't want to be lost. Let's be found in Him.